Welcome back, you filthy animals, to How the Projection Podcast. My name is Michael Hunt. I'm joined, as ever, by my gorgeous co-host. It's Hello. only Scott Kingston. The Hello. Scott Kingston. Hey, yeah. Scott. Yeah, not bad, mate. Yourself? Living the fucking dream. I am all hopped up on stimulants and sugar, so fucking ready to get this show on the road. Oh, nice, mate. Um, well, yeah, I'm... Um, uh, we are doing, is it episode, I put on social media last week that it was episode 17, but now it's now saying that this is episode 17, so I can't remember what episode number we're on. This is an episode. Um, this is an episode, and if you're yeah. really that bogged down with fucking numbers and shit, you're not going to get the most out of it, all right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it's episode 17 or 18. Uh, so yeah, this is about Edward Scissorhands, which is a 1990 movie by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. It's about an artificial humanoid named Edward, who is like an unfinished <laughs> creation from some mad professor. Um, he's taken in by a suburban family and falls in love with their teenage daughter, uh, like I said earlier, played by... Winona Ryder um, also has in it Vincent Price plays the old professor Diane West or West I think it's pronounced actually oh, I think uh, it might be West yeah time I just know her from the she's the mum in Lost Boys um, oh, yeah yes. yeah uh, and uh, Anthony Michael Hall was in it as well from the Breakfast uh, Club um, yeah weird science yes he is a weird science um, yeah so Edward Scissorhands nineteen ninety kind of a gothic. Movie, of course, it is. It's Tim. It's, 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 this film is more fucking Tim Burton than Tim Burton is. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what did you? Uh, what did you think, Mike? I'll throw it to you first. Oh fucking hell! I mean, I remember thinking about this film quite fondly when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, I watched it back for this, and it's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. <laughs> it's just a fucking stupid film. I no. don't. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I didn't, I'm not going to, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It is very enjoyable in parts, but when you really take a step back and look at this film, it's just stupid. <laughs> Absolutely stupid. You're fucking, if you're building a fucking robot boy. Yeah. Why you could stick anything on the ends of his arms. Yeah. Why would you ch choose these fucking shears? Why would you do that? It's true. In the absence of hands, you'd probably just leave him with stumps. You wouldn't go, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll arm him with knives. Um, it, it, yeah. yeah it, it, exactly. And, and why the fuck did it take so long to make the hands? Which is probably one of the smaller parts. How's it managed to knock together a working head and body, but the hands are what he's... The hand, I could probably knock a pair of hands together if you gave me 10 minutes. Um, i to see you do it. Yeah, I, I think I could give it a go. I mean, I suppose... I would like, to, like you to give me 15 minutes alone with those hands. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose we have to um, uh, take ourselves out of the serious element of it for a second. I suppose you have to dis you have to suspend your disbelief, don't you, a bit? It's a movie. Well, this um, is it. And this is because Tom Cruise apparently was up for the role. Like he auditioned for the role. And he Tim Burton just said no because he was asking too many questions. Yeah, apparently went, how did he eat? How did he live this long? <laughs> How did, he, how did he go to the toilet? Yeah, so basically, yeah he did. He did. Uh, he he basically didn't give Tom Cruise the role because he pointed out the obvious. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, and it's it's not really that clear. Is he a robot or what is he? Is he like a clockwork boy? I don't. <sighs> No, it's it's left a bit ambiguous. He he's created by an inventor, but I mean, he's got a working face. Um, 
Well, not only that, but he's like, if you look at the, there's a bit where they're in the, in the creepy old house and it sort of pans across the lab and you see some like designs and stuff at various stages of his, of his production. Yeah. And uh, it, it is just all bits of old tubing and, and it's like something off a bitzer. <laughs> so he's just been knocked together of whatever he could find in his basement, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then when he cuts his face, he starts bleeding. So I don't get it. Got a water gun for a penis. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does he does bleed. So where where's he gotten blood from? I I I don't I don't. There's a few things that happen. Then I mean, like for example, in this film, he's constantly making ice sculptures. Where did they get the fucking ice from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand the bit of the Christmas party because they might have ordered in a big lump of ice because it's a Christmas party. Yeah, but he was knocking them. But at the end, yeah, he's just knocking them up out of nothing. Where's he getting the yeah exactly? Do you know I even wrote that down? Where's he getting the fucking ice from at the end yeah. of the film? He's, he's, he's making an, the whole town snow. He's an artificial humanoid who can conjure ice, basically. <laughs> um, but I mean, going back to sort of goes, I suppose if we go sort of somewhere to the start of the movie when he gets discovered, um, um, the terrible Avon lady. Yeah, because she uh, he lives on a, a he's in like a castle that's on top of this hill that overlooks this little suburban town. And um, yeah, the Avon lady, played by Diane Weist, um, <laughs> decides to go and try. She looks up at that creepy fucking castle that looks like it houses a fucking, you know, it looks like a mental hospital. And she goes, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to try and knock them some makeup. That, that, you know, <laughs> that... yeah. If anything, if anything, if they're living in that fucking house, they're probably going to need a little rouge. <laughs> and they, they, he, he ends up going up to... Um, she ends, she ends up going up to the house and she discovers, even though she knocks, no one answers, so she goes in, um, as you she do. She goes in anyway. As she, as she, yeah. She's so fucking hard for that sale. Yeah. She's oh. fucking damp for it, mate. So she, so she breaks and enters, first and foremost. Um, <laughs> and then um, she finds Edward Scissorhands, he's sort of cowering in a corner. And um, her initial, I mean, within 10 seconds, she's going, I think I better take you home with me, right? <laughs> now, if I'd seen a bloke with knives for hands lurking in the dark, I, I wouldn't. My first thought wouldn't be, "Well, do you want to come home for dinner?" Or no, no I'd probably be like, "Do you know what? You're right here." Yeah, I'll probably yeah. just. I'll see you later, and uh, I'll let the milkman know that you and and I'll see and bye. Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd fuck off sharpish. I, I consider yeah. myself to be a fairly brave man, but if I walked into an abandoned, creepy mansion and saw a bloke with knives for hands. I wouldn't be asking him if he wanted to come over and fucking watch come dine with me. I, 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 <laughs> um, but she does. She takes him. She takes him back to the house, and he kind of, well, he's kind of there until the rest of the film. But he just kind of moves in with them, doesn't he? He's just there, isn't he? Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Didn't even he pack just, a bag. Just, Didn't even pack a bag. Yeah. yeah. I love the the husband played by Alan Arkin, who is just a fucking brilliant actor. Yeah. How completely oblivious he is to most of everything that's happening in the film. Is one of the best things about the whole movie. He, he's very, he's very casual. He? There's a bit when uh, when Ada Ryder's boyfriend, um, Anthony Michael Hall's character Jim, he starts attacking him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and the dad's on the roof, just putting up Christmas decorations, and he's basically he's basically attacked Edward Scissorhands, and Edward Scissorhands is running off, and the dad just goes, "Hey, hey, Ed, where are you uh, where are you off to?" Like really casually. Where are you going? It's like, have you not seen any of what just happened? Uh, <laughs> Someone there singing, yeah. putting the fucking the fake snow on the roof. Yeah, you're on the roof. You had a better vantage point than anyone, and he still didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I like him though. Uh, he's just a really funny character. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was he was he was good in Alan Arkin, and um, you obviously had. Um, so yeah, when when she brings him home, all the all the other 
neighbourhood ladies start taking an interest, like the uh, the horny redhead who just seems to spend the entire film trying to get cock. Trying yeah. to put things into her vagina. The first scene is her trying to fuck a, what is it, dishwasher repairman? Yeah, yeah trying to fuck a dishwasher repairman. Then she spends most of the movie trying to fuck, trying to fuck Johnny Depp. Um, and then <laughs> when she tries to put it on him and he rejects her, she makes out he raped her. So nice woman. Um, yeah, lovely. Yeah. So oh, it, it, mate. Oh, the bit in the fucking salon where she starts taking her clothes off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, those, those bangers, honestly. Jesus Christ! I didn't think she was bad looking for it for for a, for a middle aged gal. I didn't think she was too bad looking. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I, I would question more. Uh, I mean, you're talking about you know, would would Edward Scissorhands want to fuck her? I'd wonder why she would want to fuck a robot man with knife hands and hair like Robert Smith from The Cure. I, I, I would say that, that's that's actually who they based his hair on. I know it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They asked him to get involved in the soundtrack and that, but he. he I think he was busy. Um, yeah. Um, I, in fairness, I would imagine Robert Robert Smith was probably quite uh, quite sought after in his day. Yeah. No. I, would I mean, no, no, he looks like a fat tranny now. Yeah, he's quite a bit away, isn't he? Yeah, big old big old lump because yeah. uh, you know goths love cake. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's he's uh, he's. I saw a picture of him the other day. I oh, know they got some bangers to kill. I like a few of their oh, tunes. Wait, you know, the cracking bands. I mean, now I'm in love. Good tune. Yeah, it's Friday, baby. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, yeah, it's it's. Um, you get to meet that other like yeah, you meet like all the neighbourhood women are interested because basically they see Diane West pull up in a neighbourhood with Edward Scissorhands in the fucking car, and they're all yeah. on the phone to each other like, just see, did you, did you see uh, Kim? I think her name is. She was like, uh, did you Peck. see Kim? Yeah, Kim. Did you, did you see? Oh, oh of course it's Kim's daughter. <laughs> um, Pe- yeah, Kim is one of the rider. Uh, Peg, yeah. yeah, she goes. Um, yeah, I always trust a woman named after a pirate's leg. <laughs> Peg Boggs. <laughs> I bet she fucking does. Yeah, it's like a really shit porn star name. Peg <laughs> Boggs. She only takes it in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um and, and they all see they all see her uh, take him into the house and they're all on the phone to each other, all these women go, Oh, do you see see Peg, she's with some she's with some pale bloke. And um <laughs> and they all sort of show an interest and eventually he becomes kind of a um he becomes kind of a local celebrity, doesn't he? Because he can uh, he, he uses his uh scissor hands to cut all their hedges for them into weird shapes. Yeah. I mean, if anything's going to earn, earn you fame and fortune, it's the ability to manipulate hedges. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, and he also starts cutting hair. And then when he cuts the redhead's hair, the the the, the horny girl. Um, what was her name in it? It was Joyce, oh, isn't it? Joyce, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it is Joyce. And um, when he cuts, uh, when he cuts Joyce's hair, she goes, mm-hmm. "That is the most erotic." No, what is it? She said, "Yeah, that's the most thrilling experience of my life." Yeah, well, the whole time he's doing it as well, she's like, "Ah, yeah." Yeah, you wouldn't want to be her. You wouldn't want to be her barber. I mean, in fairness, she does look like she hasn't had a haircut in a while, so that might be. I know, but it, it doesn't say a lot for a sex life if the most erotic <laughs> moment of her life was Edward Scissorhands having a go on her hair. The most erotic oh, moment. Yeah. Johnny Depp, though, isn't it? I know, but still, most thrilling experience of my life. Imagine if I said that, you know, I'll get my hair cut by, I don't know, some Turkish guy in my local high street. If he started shaving my head and I just started going, oh, oh, <laughs> he'd be like, what is going on here? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I thought that was quite a strange scene. He'd just basically be clicking his fingers and saying to his, his colleagues, go get the good hummus. <laughs> well, like, you'd probably be making your own hummus there oh. underneath the, uh, under the smock. Yeah. <laughs> no, Cuts it, in smocks. Indeed. It was, it was, 
It was a weird scene. Um, mm. And then you've got that deranged religious chick. No, what's her name? She's got Esmeralda, is it? Esmeralda, yeah. yeah. She, she's in about three scenes, and she's just weird in all of them. And I think in the last one, she's just playing, she's just playing her keyboard. And yeah. it's, it's like a really off-key tune. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't know. It was, I, I found that entire character completely random. I felt like they could have done the whole film without her. I don't know if she's He's just... a demon! He's a demon! He's, He's a... sent from the devil! Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. But it, uh, she, uh, yeah, I just. I didn't really get that character either. She was just. She was just kind of there for the sake of being there. Yeah, I didn't really understand why a lot of them were there. Yeah, I mean, there was even that creepy bloke who I don't think had been in it for the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> the old fella. The old fella who just goes. He's he, the, the younger brothers walking along the street, and he just goes. Um, he goes. <laughs> they, they caught him yet? The cripple. And, uh, and, the, and the brother's just like, no. And then he goes, let me know when they do. Like a good, like a good boy. boy. <laughs> like a good boy. What? Who are you? Why are you something in He actually was at the barbecue at the beginning telling Edward not to let people call him a cripple. Oh, was he? I thought. Yeah, oh, so I think the I think the idea is to show how fickle people are in general. Because oh, first of all, they all start loving him, and then it only takes one little thing for them to all completely turn their back on him. Oh, right. I see. Um, I, I, do you know what? I didn't clock that he was at the barbecue. I, I, I might. I, yeah, I might have thought it was a different dude. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people at that barbecue, and none of them, like it's all the husbands and stuff, never turn up again in it. So uh, I can understand why he might have got lost. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not a lot of these chicks have husbands. Really, uh, it's, it's just like a big gaggle of women uh, yeah. for, for the majority of it, and then you've That's got terrifying enough. Huh? <laughs> it's terrifying enough, isn't it? <laughs> Only joking, lady viewers. We love you all. <laughs> Except well, you over there. You know who you are. <laughs> there's a bit as well. Um, the scene where because the professor, like you, throughout the film, you constantly see flashbacks of Edward being made. And um, mm. there's a bit where Vincent Price dies because basically the story is that Vincent Price, the, the mad professor who made him, he died before he could finish him. And um, it shows his death scene, doesn't it? Mm. And then I've read to the trivia that Tim Burton was like, uh, yeah, we found that scene kind of uh, quite emotional to film because Vincent Price is quite old. <laughs> But because of his age, to film his dancing, because I think this was his last feature film. And I'd be like, yeah, we all got really emotional on set when Vince filmed his death scene because we know he was an older guy. And I just thought, mm. I thought that must have been a fucking fun day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> he's their acting and they're all, everyone around him just sad going, it's sad, Vince, because this is probably going to happen for real soon. <laughs> it could be any day now, Vincent. <laughs> just get through this scene, all right? <laughs> Just die for us. Really, really need you to finish the film, Vincent. Yeah. Just die, just, just do yourself like Die for us on screen, and then you can die in real life. Okay. <laughs> oh, that bit is infuriating as well because a the hands look shit. Yeah. Uh, and b, uh, like again, like I already mentioned, why why give him scissors? Yeah, and 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 also he's that the hands get really easily ruined because his scissors just go straight through them as soon as the price crack clap. Yeah. Don't give them to him before you've put them on. I mean, what were they fucking made of? Candle wax? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the scissors just went right through them with no resistance, with no the resistance smallest also. amount of pressure. Um, so yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, but I just I did find that funny when they just said that we found it really <laughs> sad filming Vincent Price's scene because we know he's old. Just like, well, they, they had to cut a load of his scenes, didn't they? Because um, because of his Parkinson's and his emphysema. Like, yeah, really. Which is a shame because I mean, obviously, Vincent Price is a is a legend. Yeah, horror legend. Um, he, I think he was in the original 
uh, movie of I Am Legend. Oh, was he? Which was called The Last Man on Earth, I believe it was called, but it's based on the book by Richard Matheson, I think it is. Uh, which, um, which, by the way, I've read. Hey. Uh, so. did, but didn't he? Didn't he? Uh, he did the voiceover for Thriller as well, didn't he? He did. Yeah, I'm sure. Darkness he probably... falls across the land. You know, <laughs> all that shit. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, tenuous link to Michael Jackson again, because he was rumoured to be after the part of Edward Scissorhands. Right. He? Have you noticed that that seems to happen a lot? <laughs> Every time there's any kind of character in a movie that's vaguely eccentric, it's like, oh yeah, Michael Jackson was in for it, and he never gets it. Do you think, do you think Michael Jackson yeah. just spent his days calling directors going, oh yeah, I, I can play that. Actually, they're talented actors. I can audition. I'll audition for you. I can do that. I can have scissors the hands. Um, like, just, in, in a video, I played both a cat and a zombie. <laughs> well, he was he was up for the part of Jarrett in the Labyrinth. He was he went up for the part of Captain Hook in fucking Hook in Dustin Hoffman's role. Like Michael Jackson, I, I think <laughs> I've only ever seen him in about two films, but he's been linked with every film ever made in the nineties. <laughs> um, he apparently was hassling Sam Raimi to get a part in Spider Man. <laughs> From 2000, he wanted to be Spider Man. Sorry, oh, not, not just any old part. He wanted to be Peter Parker. In fairness, I would go and 100 percent watch a movie with Michael Jackson as Spider Man. So would I. I would watch that in a heartbeat. That I would watch be... it, not necessarily with the intention to enjoy it. Oh no, I'd watch it for the car crash. It would undoubtedly be, <laughs> but just <laughs> oh, I'm shooting, I'm shooting webs out my hands. Come with me, child. <laughs> Yeah, fucking hell. It wasn't the first time he shot webs. <laughs> What's the name of that? Is it Mary, uh, Mary Beth? Is it? Mary, Mary Jane. Oh, Mary Jane. I'm not into you that way. <laughs> I just don't want to kiss you on the mouth, Mary Jane. Ooh, you got cooties. You got cooties, Mary Jane. I will happily babysit your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacko. He, he, he's, he's had more failed auditions than fucking uh, than pretty much any actor out there because he just yeah I, I feel like every other film we review in the trivia it just says yeah Michael Jackson went up for it <laughs> like where does it end you know did he go in for the part of Macaulay Culkin in the Home Alone yeah but a nine year old boy Michael Jackson was in for it um, well he did try and get a part into Macaulay Culkin <laughs> oh dear yeah yeah when they made Jaws they needed a 30-foot great white shark. Michael Jackson went in for it. Um, well, I'm great and I'm white. <laughs> I can swim. I can swim. Oh, i got a pool at Neverland. Oh, dear. I can get another nose job. Look exactly like a shark. <laughs> I'm also a predator. Um, <laughs> Black. Look at those eyes. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway. men went into the water. <laughs> Only the children didn't come out. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I think we've done about 10 minutes of Michael Jackson impressions here. So we should... <laughs> yeah. But basically, yeah, long story short, kids. Uh, Michael Jackson went in for every fucking role of every film ever. Um, yeah. It's almost as like it was as though he was deliberately trying to involve himself in projects that he knew children would be attracted to. <laughs> you also get the impression that he was just a bit like... Because he was Michael Jackson, it was just a bit like, I can't just tell anyone, just put me in this. And that people would just do it because he was Michael Jackson. Turns out, didn't quite have the pull he thought he did because he got turned down for a lot of them. Well, he, had a, he, had a random, he had a random cameo in a Men in Black movie. I remember that. 
Oh, yes, he did. I can be Agent M. <laughs> yeah, that was when his face had already started to melt as well, wasn't it? Yeah, he was. He pops up on a big screen at Men in Black headquarters. Yeah. I can be Agent M. <laughs> I can be... I, where, what was it? You told me... I'm, I'm going to YouTube the scene now. When I get off the phone. You, thought, yeah. you told me I could be in Men in Black. I can be Agent M. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I remember that, but remember it, I do. No, yeah, I remember it now. You said it. It might be Men in Black. T- I don't think it was the first one, was it? I think it was the second one. I think it was the second one. I'm going to look it up on YouTube as we talk, actually, just to see what scene. Like, at least we're, so I won't watch the scene because, uh, you know, we did a podcast on that. But um, I will just look up what film it's from. But, um, but yeah. Um, so, anyway, I suppose we better segue back to the to the, uh, to the the movie at hand. Seamlessly. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, that Danny, Danny Elfman score... Yeah. throughout this film it's like there's like a bit from every single other score that Danny Elfman has done yeah it's, it's, it's so weird like, it's very Simpsonsy when they first get into like the the, the little town at the beginning yeah. and then a, a bit later on where the, you know the bit where the police all turn up yeah that sounds as though it's just been ripped straight from Batman yeah, it's it's a mixture of like Batman and Nightmare Before Christmas, and I mean he he, he always uses Danny Elfman, doesn't he? Always uses Usually, it. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. all Tim Burton films have the same sort of feel and the same kind of sound because he uses Danny Elfman. Um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't I didn't take an issue with the with the soundtrack. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, it's one of the better one of the better aspects of the film, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got that bit, this sort of iconic scene. They got like you know when Edward's carving the ice, and old Kim's having a bit of a jig. Um, oh, in the for ice. fuck's sake! This is where this is like I think part of the reason that the film was so stupid to me this time around was that that whole love love story that was crowbarred in in the last twenty minutes of the film. I thought that. I, do you know what? I I, I agree. Um, sorry, carry on. No, it's just well. I mean, the, if you look at some of the posters and the marketing, like for instance, if you go onto Wikipedia, the 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 tagline that they've got on the poster that they've included is innocence is what he knows beauty is what she sees but for half of the fucking film she hates him absolutely uh, no do you know what? i completely agree I, I i didn't make a note on that but i was going to make a point to bring up as well because i thought the same because i thought at the end when she goes i love you to him i thought do you know do you yeah. do you, you, you had him breaking into houses for you half an hour ago <laughs> exactly it's almost as though you're saying that because you know you're never going to see him again yeah. oh but just because <laughs> and because you almost got him killed and he committed homicide for you yeah. uh yeah. It's just guilt. Absolutely. She doesn't like him for ages, and then I think starts to feel sorry for him about two-thirds in. But even then, there's no real big romantic scenes, probably other than that bit when she dances in the ice. Um, but no, she spends two-thirds of the film fucking another bloke, yeah. um, which is Anthony Michael Hall. Um, yep. Uh, very very weird to see Anthony Michael Hall playing the bully when he was just the skinny geek in every other film I've seen him in, like Weird yeah. Science, Breakfast Club. Yeah, uh, except uh, obviously Freddie got fingered. <laughs> oh fucking hell, he wasn't Freddie. Replaced <laughs> Davidson. Very very odd film. <laughs> oh, do you know what though? It's a great film. I just remember the, the backwards man and the sausage scene with the. Uh, that, uh, it was <laughs> Tom Green is a a, a weird chap. Um, uh, but I think he's you know he's 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 weird to a schedule or was weird to a schedule every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's all very contrived, but it's still very funny. Hey, mate, he was managed to do Barrymore for a while. Fair play. Mm, yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. so Anthony Michael Hall is, is Jim, the, the sort of, you know, the, the stereotypical jock boyfriend kind of thing. And um, yeah, basically, Winona Rada spends two thirds of the film with him. And then they convince Edward, because basically it, it turns out Edward Scissorhands, he, he can open doors with his knives. 
Um, which begs the question because they 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 roped him in because basically Jim wanted to rob his own dad, uh, yes. which because well, apparently his dad's rich, but he locks he locks all the good stuff away or something. So they wanted he basically they wanted it in the butcher's house to break into Jim's house. Um, why couldn't they have just used a pair of scissors? Quite. Rather than they, they have to be specifically the ones that are wedged onto Edward's hands. They, I, I don't know. I don't know why he was so integral to the plot there. But basically, when they break in, uh, the alarms go off and uh, they fuck off and leave Edward Scissor has to take the rap. Um, yeah. and, and do you know what? And, and what pisses me off about that, right? Is it's not the fact that they manipulate him into it. It's that later on you find out he knew that it was wrong and he shouldn't. Like you're supposed to think, oh, he's really innocent. But yeah. when he's speaking to Kim later on, he's like, oh no, I knew it was. I knew it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, I just uh, I was trying to get my get my scissors up. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to trim your bush. You oh Jesus! I mean? Yeah, Edward Jizzer hands. Um... <laughs> Everyone's favourite uncle. <laughs> oh. Dear. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> Do you know what? I've really made myself laugh, but that tickled even me, actually. That was a good uh, one, mate. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Hey. Uh, hey, and to answer your question, how long have I been waiting to do that? We are 25 minutes and 13 seconds in. I've been waiting to do that since 25 minutes and 14 seconds in. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, had to be done. Love it. Yeah, well, you know, I waited for. I, I didn't just. I didn't crowbar it in. I waited for it to come up naturally, and that was very, very well done. That's a sign of a very talented comic. Hey, well, you know. So, oh, speaking of you being a very talented comic, mm. um, haven't we got a show to promote? I've got two gigs this weekend now, actually. Two? Yeah, I got offered a last. Someone I, I, I auditioned. I auditioned. I, I um, asked for a gig. Uh, like I sent a few emails about doing a gig on on a Friday night. Um, and they didn't get back to me, and it was about a week ago, and I kind of assumed it was full. Usually if promoters don't get back to you, it's because they ain't got any spaces left, but he emailed me last night and said someone's dropped out and did I want to go, but um, yeah, it's tonight in North London at the Beehive Pub. Ah, well, if only I could make it. But viewers, uh, if you happened to to listen to this episode, which might not even be out by the time you've done your gig, (laughs) by the time you start your gig, but if you do happen to catch it, then you know, go to it yeah. and laugh and that. Yeah, I don't blame you if you don't because it is in North London. I'll be honest, I could barely be bothered to go myself. Um, but it's, you know, it would be a bit shit if you weren't there. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, don't start to my gig. If I'm, no, no, no. I, I'm gonna go. It's just, it, it's just basically, it's what they call a, a gong gig, where uh, you get two minutes. And then they have the option to gog you off if you're shit. Um, and oh, gong. Sorry, I thought you said dong. No, it's a, a dong gig. Jeez. I'd go to a fucking dong show, mate. <laughs> Happily. Um, no, uh, it, it's a gong show. And uh, yeah, you, you, they have the option to gog you off after two minutes if you're not doing very well. Uh, so, you know, North London is about a two-hour journey for me. So it could be a four-hour round trip to get humiliated on stage after two yeah, minutes. Yeah, for about 30 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. And then... Of mediocre comedy because yeah. I, I'm only saying mediocre on the basis that if it's if you've been gonged off so to speak mm. then you know they're not happy with you I mean I've done one of these gigs before and I didn't get caught it was called a blackout gig where they up the option to turn the stage lights off on you if you were shit after two minutes and I survived 
Um, it's, the, it's the microphone they want to turn off, really, isn't it? Otherwise, you could just keep talking in the fucking dark. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you know what? it's one of those? It's one of those gigs, right? One of those types of gigs where if you survive, you feel fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but if I get gonged off, the two-hour journey home later on from North London is going to be slightly depressing. Yeah, just going to hear the sound of that gong over and over and over. Ah, so I, 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 slowly drink yourself to death in the corner yeah. of a tube. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I, I've got confidence in my own ability. I don't think I'll get gonged off. But having said that, I saw when I did my blackout gig, I saw some good comedians get blacked out. Like it all depends on the room and whether they're feeling your style of comedy. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I thought some Asian dude was killing it, and then they blacked him out. So probably a racist audience. But um, well, it's a pretty good job he's not going to be at the Gong Show, quite honestly, because that would be racist. <laughs> Uh, but yeah and then I've got a gig on Sunday in Marylebone um, busy weekend um, yeah, really busy weekend for you uh, I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to make either of your gigs um, that's alright just for the friends that's all <laughs> no, I will come along to one soon I'm just very busy a lot of the time with I, I, my, my bastard children I'll be honest I mate I'll, I'll be honest mate I, I don't expect many people will want to do the trip to North London on the Friday night and I wouldn't expect many people to want to come to London on a Sunday afternoon so uh, it's no biggie it's no biggie yeah. good thing when you've got no one there to support you is that if you flop you're only doing it in front of strangers so you've got no one to remind you of it um, yeah no that's fair that's that's good actually it's probably it's probably a lot less pressure isn't it if you're standing there and Absolutely. you don't know anybody because well, uh, yeah. you're used to disappointing them <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I've been offered my, one of the one of the landlords of my local is he's, he's offered me um, a chance to do a regular comedy show there and like create like do a show there, and I'm going to do it eventually. But the problem mm. is, I drink in that pub every fucking week. So yeah. if I go there and I'm shit, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to find the new local. Um, well, what, what if you're good and then you're constantly hounded by people uh, asking for your order? Yeah, that, that I'd be the king of the place. Um, but you know, you know, it's that's it's true. a risk you must take. So risk you must take, but you know that's that's comedy, mate. That's comedy, and not everything's going to go well. I'll let you all know next week how it went if I got gonged off or not. Hopefully not. Um, I'll let you know if I if anybody decides to gong me off this weekend as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, um, shall we uh, cruise back into into the film? Sorry. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I I do agree with you. Um, love story gets shoehorned in at the end, and they promoted the shit out of it like it was a love story. Don't think it was. Yeah. Um, she basically contributes to the gang that bully him for most of the film, and then has a bit of a change of heart because she feels guilty because they get they, they get him arrested. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, I, I, there was a few bits about this film that frustrated me. There's a bit towards the end of the movie when uh, Edward Scissorhands, uh, basically Jim, uh, uh, Winona Ryder breaks up with Anthony Michael Hall because um, she kind of decides she has feelings for Edward Scissorhands and, and, and he's a bit of a prick. Um, no, I'm sorry. I don't love you anymore. I'm yeah. going to be with Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> and he and he kind of, and he did say he goes, "You're going to dump me for that." I mean, you would be you'd be a little bit annoyed if you got dumped for Edward Scissorhands. But well, no. he's essentially just a big action figure. Exactly. I mean, Johnny Depp's a good-looking man, but he's got no hands <laughs> or probably penis. Yeah. He's got a weird little leather bodysuit on. <laughs> it's, it's, Which he uh, has to keep on, by the way. That I mean, that appears to be his skin. Because even when he puts other clothes on, it's over the top of the bodysuit. Yeah, makes you wonder how he showers. So he probably stinks. He probably pen and inks and all. So you, you, you've got a BO-ridden robot with weird hair. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bobot 9000. <laughs> Oh dear, God knows what, and also God knows what Vincent Price was doing to him before he killed over. I don't know, but yeah, did you see how arthritic his hands were? 
Oh, I don't know. He was up to something money. Why was he? Why would he make? If you were going to make a, a robot to be a companion, why would you make a bloke? Yeah, well, quite. Yeah, I mean, apart from anything else, there doesn't seem to be any logical product specialization in his in his product range at all. No. On one corner, you've got a machine that makes biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems to just be cookies and boys. Yeah. I mean, he, Michael Jackson should have played the, played the fucking inventor. <laughs> I mean, that's the lecture. That's, that's the next logical step after knocking out a couple of custard creams. I tell you, what, I'll make a, I'll make a bloke. <laughs> yeah, and I can give him my custard cream. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I, I'm skeptical as to why a lonely old man would make a would make a bloke. Um, but yeah, um, and I, I, just a bit towards the end, basically, he saves the younger brother from being run over by Jim because Jim gets drunk and wants to go over to uh, Kim's house and confront her and Edward Scissorhands. And Edward Scissorhands saves the little boy's life by fucking die, like by um, pushing him away because Jim's speeding down a road in his van. He's pissed. And, um, and he, he, saves, he saves the son by sort of dragging him off onto the green, like just, just about missing the car. And um, all right, fair enough. He probably shouldn't start trying to hold his face and say, "Are oh, you okay?" Just rem- remember, you got scissors for hands, Ed. Um, but sure, surely someone saw what happened. Why didn't Why did the brother speak up? But all right, fair enough. He cut him a couple of times. Why didn't say, "No, no, he just saved my life." Instead, out in the Michael Hall, who who Edward Scissorhands had just stopped from becoming a fucking murderer, yeah. uh, started kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how's, that, how's that as a reward for saving a kid's life? Getting a punch. I don't know, mate. But to be honest with you, I I, I really do think he should have just rolled off the kid. <laughs> he should have rolled off the kid before slicing his face up. It was it that was bizarre because Edward's usually so aware of his hands. Like Winona rather asked for a cuddle, and he's like, I can't. But but he yeah. somehow thinks it's appropriate to save the little boy and then try and hold his face. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. Your knife's in my fucking cheek. <laughs> I'm just going to turn your face into linguine. <laughs> I was all right. You've just taken one of my eyes out. Um, <laughs> no, he had glasses on. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, he, he's the kid from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, isn't he? Is he? I think so. I, I haven't seen... Oh, do you know what? I haven't seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in years. Oh, mate. That's I haven't a, seen it in a good film. It stars a certain man, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, which, which of these... Which man are you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I started laughing as soon as I started talking. I said, oh. That sounded like a racist impression. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Pingu's dad. Oh, dear. 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 Oh dear. <laughs> this one's good enough even to make me laugh. Yeah. No, it's, it was, yeah. no, yeah, it's Rick Moranis. I can't be bothered to do the impression. You've all heard it a million times. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. So that, that kid was, yeah, do you know what? I've just had a quick butch as it is. Yeah. Robert, Olive, Robert Oliveira. He is the kid in a, he, he, he does have a massive role in this. Does he really? No, no, really. He just walks about. Oh, he take. oh, he takes him to show and tell. Oh yes. So he does. Yeah. Which, you know, Exploited him a little bit. <laughs> Unnecessary scene of the yeah, film. Completely. Just, Don't just, know why it was there. Yeah, just had him doing ninja moves. <laughs> yeah, making paper dolls. 
<laughs> just start, yeah, you brushed in from this house. We're going to treat you about. No, no, no. You're going to fucking dance, monkey dance, basically. He just fucking, <laughs> he was better off alone in the mansion. Oh, he's a robot, though. Essentially, he's just an appliance, isn't he? So, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he's, um, yeah, he, he ends up, after he um, cuts up the little brother's face after saving his life, they all misinterpret it as, as uh, all the townspeople misinterpret it as, as Edward Scissorhands attacking him. And um, he ends up running back up to his mansion. And mm. uh, Renona Ryder follows him to kind of try and talk him, you know, try and, you know, see how he's doing. And then Jim, the pissed up ex-boyfriend, follows up. And he starts <laughs> he starts attacking them both because he, start, he starts having a pop at Edward Scissorhands. Then he hits Renona Ryder. Um, yeah. And then Edward Scissorhands stabs him in the belly with his hand. Yeah. Now, I was I read an interview with the, with the screenwriter. Mm. And she said that everyone was a little bit iffy about him killing Jim in the end. Yeah. And then she said about how, well, in, it was written so that Jim sort of impaled himself on Edward's finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess... I, but that's not what happened. He no. definitely stabs him in the gut. And then, and then, and then, then, and then puts him out of them. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I don't really get, right, is that... Clearly, Edward Scissorhands isn't above the law because he got nicked for the home invasion, right? Yeah. So, my question is, why, when Anthony Michael Hall has been stabbed to death with a knife that is attached to Johnny Depp and his body is found outside his house, mm. has Johnny Depp just been... Why has Edward Scissorhands just been allowed to carry on living in his house, having clearly just murdered the man? Yeah, I mean, the, the police... Right, I'll tell you what pisses me off about the police in this film, right? When there's a burglary about... 10 fucking police cars turn up and they all point guns at the house. When a boy gets murdered in a creepy old mansion, they don't even bother to go in and check. No, they don't. Because she, she comes out and says, oh, uh, yeah, they're both dead. Look, here's one of Edward's hands. The police are like, oh, well, that sounds all right to me. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you've got to do to get away with things nowadays. Oh, he's dead. All right, well, yeah. we we'll don't bother checking then. That, that, that story checks out. Come on, lads. Well, this <laughs> report's written itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's just allowed to carry on living in his house that he murdered someone in. Um, it just, uh, <laughs> it's murder mansion. Yeah, Mark Mark Anthony Hill's body's probably still just lying there. He probably guard, <laughs> probably just gardens around him. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, he probably. I mean, he's got loads of lovely flowers and bushes yeah. and stuff. That's probably that's probably what he made the fertilizer. Out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Renona Ryder has explained what happened, and we're happy to drop the case on the back of that. So it's just, it was just, yeah, it was all, it was all very bizarre. Also, the way that she proves that Edward Scissorhands died is just by showing a hand. Yeah, um, that's that's where her shoplifting started, wasn't it? Oh yeah, she did get done with shoplifting, didn't she? She's got a bit of a got a bit of a past on Renona Ryder. Fucking klepto, yeah, yeah. And her, her and Johnny Depp ended up uh, ended up dating for most of this movie. Ho- hopefully longer than the, what they dated for in the movie, because that was about 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it probably was still out of guilt, though. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I, I think I mentioned the tattoo thing last week, didn't I? You did. But, um, yeah, he, he got a Winona Forever tattoo, and uh, they broke up six months later. Uh, so maybe not forever. Um, well, weirdly, bizarrely, her career is doing better than him. His so uh, yeah, he's in a bit of trouble, you know, old Johnny, isn't he? I just can't, can't stop slapping people about. I think he's got a bit, got a bit of a drink and drug problem. Oh, uh, oh, Johnny. Yeah, well, I mean, having a tattoo that says "Why No Forever" is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at least it is at least accurate. Well, you well, know, what well, a lot of that people don't tell you is drinking drugs are fun. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know if you've ever seen a. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen a... Uh, I don't know if you know who Tom Petty is. 
Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen the video for his song "Great Wide Open," right? Johnny Depp is in that, and uh, he plays like a young up and coming rock star who moves to Hollywood and gets famous and then fucks it all up for a drink of drugs. That's the video showing Johnny Depp's mm. rise and fall, and that video is now so close it fucking mirrors what's happened to him in real life. Watch, watch the video when you get a second. It's literally just what's happened to him in real life. Yeah, they should just change the name of the song to "Foreshadowing." <laughs> It is. It's, it's really bizarre when you watch it. It's just Johnny Depp making it big and then fucking everything up, and it's pretty much what's happened. Um, oh, well, Johnny, you had a good run, mate. He did. Tim Burton loves him off. Yeah, I exactly. I mean, you'll always have work all the time. Tim Burton's still allowed to make films, but I, don't, I really do think that Tim Burton needs to give it a fucking rest. Well, I, I think as long... I mean, I think this was the first film Edward uh, like Hands is the first film Johnny Depp did with him, I think, and then he's been yeah. done fucking loads since, hasn't he? Yeah, I've just had enough of Tim Burton films now. I just, I'm, I'm sick of Johnny Depp. I don't even really think Johnny Depp's that good an actor. And I think when you consider how, I mean, he's he is a good, he's a decent actor. He's, he's good incredibly at pretentious. Yeah, incredibly it's, pretentious. I, I don't dislike him. I, 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 I don't. I like him in a, you know, he's good in the, he's good in the Pirates of the Caribbean films. You know, he's, is he's he? I think he's pretty good. He's good in a film. Um, He's in a film with Leonardo DiCaprio called Boss Eating Gilbert Grape. He's pretty good in oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a decent film. But yeah. Given that, but that was before we started disappearing up his own ass. I know what you mean. I know, not everything he's done is good. I, I watched that Dark Shadows, which was Tim Burton. I thought that was rubbish. Um, oh, is that the vampire? Again, yeah, Tim Burton. This is what I mean. Yeah. Ah, it's just, it's become this thing now where Tim Burton has just become a caricature of Tim Burton. So every, <laughs> every fucking film that he does, it's just like, it's, it feels like a, a cheap knockoff of one of his good films. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, back in the sort of late, late 80s, early 90s, you know, obviously Batman, which I love. Oh, his uh, two Batman films are great. Yeah. Yeah, they actually were great. Um, yeah. But Beetlejuice is, is a fucking classic. Oh, yeah. Even yep, to an agree. extent, this is a decent film. I think I think I think it's a good. The first half of this film is brilliant, mm. and then it all starts to go tits up when they need to give it a sort of meaning. Yeah, the the bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It, it all feels a bit rushed at the end. The whole fucking love story thing and all that. And uh, there is there, there's there is a few plot holes. Like, um, yeah, uh, uh, I agree. It's kind of runs out of steam. Maybe it's more, not runs out of steam, but it just it get. Yeah, you feel like they're in a rush to wrap everything up at the end of the film and. I don't know. He just all of a sudden the townspeople just all hate him. What? Because he because they're breaking the they're in. Like I, I don't know. If someone in my neighbourhood got arrested for breaking into a house, when he when he next down the pub, we'd all be like, "Oh, you silly prick!" Things like all just yeah, decided. Not, I'd at least see if he still had any stuff to sell. Yeah, and he also he's clearly a vulnerable man who's not lived in a civilized society for very long. Now, yeah, it's harsh, a little quite, bit harsh. Uh, yeah, I mean the policeman, the, the black policeman. Uh, at the courthouse, he seems to recognise that and yeah. sort of tells him to, you know, look after himself or whatever. Yeah, so he went out and murdered the guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that little pep talk worked. <laughs> Just stay out of trouble, all right? Just stabs out in the alcohol in the stomach. Um, <laughs> oh, you said stay out of trouble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> I thought you said go and kill someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realise that murdering wasn't okay. 
<laughs> yeah, do you, do you think he was just pushing it as much as he could? Like, do you think when they arrested him at the station, he just went, guys, I've lived in that mansion all my life. I didn't know you couldn't kill people. Come on, give me a, give me a break. Come on. It's, it's me, it's Eddie. <laughs> 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 oh, <it's laughs> I didn't know. Like, I just, I'd, lo- I'd, lo- I'd love that to have been the actual way they approached it. Just him, just going around committing horrendous crimes, and then just being like, like when, when, um, what's his fucking name? When Jimmy Carr makes a really inappropriate joke and just shrugs at the camera. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't drive that school bus off a cliff. Come on, guys. <laughs> 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 oh, they have to consent. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. With those scissor hands. Oh, Jesus, yeah. It just makes it even worse of an image in my Oh, image. God, if he was a rapist, I mean, he, he, he would be game over. I, 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 fucking, he's armed with ten knives that you can't, yeah. that you, you can't even disarm the bloke they're attached to him. Jesus, it's a good thing he was nice. <laughs> If he'd come um, out decided they wanted to be a bit of a cunt, he could have done some serious damage, that fella. Well, he did start scratching up their fucking wallpaper and stuff, which pissed me off a little bit. These people accept you into their home, treat you like their son, and mm-hmm. you get you get pissed off once and start gashing up their wallpaper. And, 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 he, uh, and he sliced that woman's... He walks past... Because, like, as we mentioned earlier, he does all these... Uh, gra- like, he converts everyone's hedges and stuff into, like, shapes, Topiary. like dogs and... and yeah, topiaries. And, um... He he went past one woman and said, I think it was a, a person or a dog or that, basically something on two legs. And he cut one of the legs that the bush came down. And you just heard the woman sort of do it. She went, Edward, I'm calling the police. <laughs> I'm calling the police. Yeah. And I was a bit like, oh, on what grounds? Like, I don't know, vandalism, I guess. Like, he'd cut my. Yeah, but she, if she, you know, if, he, if she called the police and said, oh, Edward just cut my bush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they'd be racing around there and when they turn up all they'd see is a fucking damaged bit of fucking grass <laughs> oh I thought you meant he gashed up your cunt <laughs> I to, I tried to skirt around that one folks but Mike went straight in for it I respect that <laughs> oh. I like the bit where he uh, where he goes to the mental Jesus woman's house and carves a uh, like Cuts a devil topiary out of the bush outside her window. That's quite funny. That's when she's playing the fucking great. keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> so that bit that that um, where she's playing that like Yamaha home organ always reminds me of the music from Napoleon Dynamite. Ah, oh, Napoleon, it's a classic. Yeah, that is a classic. I do like that movie. I do like that movie. Mm. But um, what, the only... also, what the fuck is Ambrosia salad? I was wondering what that is. It looks purple. So bright pink. No salad is bright pink. I'd also question why, for starters, half of them women are overweight, right? So mm. why are they? The only, why it's a barbecue, and all they keep going out to is, "Oh, try my salad." No, try my salad. Fuck off! It's a barbecue. Give me a burger. <laughs> I don't want your shit salad. Who eats the salad at a bloody barbecue? Come on! It goes. It goes. It goes uneaten, and then within an hour, the flies are all circling it. And with, in that barbecue, every guest that turned up brought a salad. If I was the host, I'd be fuming. Am I the only one who's bought some fucking meat? Yeah, I know. Fucking let me go to the butchers. That can't have been cheap. I can shove your ambrosia salad up your ass. Yeah, well, I mean, you might do. I don't even know what it's for. <laughs> I don't even. Th- it doesn't even look like food. No, I've never heard of it. Um, it looks. It looks like some old shit the Avon ladies chucked in a bin. <laughs> It was, it was just it was just a bowl of pink shit. I I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> bowl of pink shit. Mate, mate, maybe maybe uh, Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. 
Yeah, it was yeah, it was like Krang, wasn't it? Just a little blob. Um, no, it was yeah. I don't know what the fucking Brogia salad is. Never heard of it. I, I don't think I've even seen it on a menu in this country. I don't know if it's an American thing. Yeah, is it made of custard? <laughs> That'd be a fucking weird salad. Custard <laughs> salads drop me out. Jesus. Only in America. Oh god. I wouldn't put it past them. I, I, I went to America. I was in Florida once, and I, I went to breakfast at a hotel. They had ice cream and jelly in the fucking breakfast, <laughs> in the fucking breakfast section. Absolutely Ollie. right, because that is their right as Americans. Oh, do you know what? To be fair, uh, people sort of talk about America having a weight problem and stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, if I lived in America, the food they eat, the, the food out there is you always get big portions. Of that if I lived in America, I'd be in one of them fucking, I'd be in one of them fucking electric scooters. Honestly, I mean, I mean, I'm ch- I'm chubby in England. If I was in America, I'd be, ba- I'd be banging travel. Honestly, it's um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was in America for a week, uh, and the first day I went there because I was there for my mate's wedding, I had to get a um a suit fitted. Uh, that was about three or four days before the wedding. By the time the wedding came around, the suit didn't fucking fit anymore. <laughs> I had to walk around all day with the jacket done up. <laughs> just because it looked like I was in a fucking corset. Oh, it's nuts, mate. I was going to Denny's for breakfast in Las Vegas and I was just getting a T-bone steak and a fucking Oreo milkshake for breakfast. It was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm. You embrace it for a week, but after a week, you actually yearn. You're just like, oh God, I need to eat something normal. <laughs> Give me some. Oh, give me a fucking olive. Yeah, Anything. give me. Oh, give me an ambrosia salad. Um, <laughs> fucking ambrosia salad. Um, yeah, it's it's. Um, also, uh, another part of, of of the film I, I found. Um, I don't you think the prosthetics they put on on uh, Winona Ryder when she's playing an old woman are just a bit shit. Oh God, yeah. And the thing is, I think the whole point is that you're not supposed to know it's her. I knew it was her instantly. Well, of course, because the way she speaks, she's got that whistle every time she says an S. Yeah. She... And it's even more pronounced when she's a crumbly. So it's, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I if, for, 19, for 1990, I suppose it wasn't that bad. Do you know what? The more you say that, the more I do think it's more the voice than it was the, the maybe the look gave her away. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing a disservice to the, to, to the prosthetics, but like the, the, the voice definitely, I knew it was her instantly. So yeah. a big reveal at the end, which took, on her, took off her glasses, because I was there. And I was a bit like, yeah. We knew that. Instantly. Yeah, obviously, Winona. Fucking hell. I mean, you couldn't act as a kid. You can't act as an old person. Yeah. It's, not, it's you know, bad acting will fuck up any kind of illusion. I mean, I, the, the, the problem is as well, is that the, the daughter calls her out and says, like, why haven't you gone up to see him? She's like, well, I'm an old woman now. I wouldn't I want him to prefer me from when I was younger. I was a bit like, right, but you said you never saw him again after that night. What stopped you going up there two weeks later? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, not, I'm only happy with him seeing me at that exact day when I was 18 years old and 177 days. Any more than that, too old. So, what a fucking cop out that was, by the way. <laughs> which, which again, which again, after I last saw him, I had a massive hormone surge, and one of my tits got huge, but the other one didn't. <laughs> That, that, that for me shits all over the love story once again because after yeah. that night she goes on oh, I never saw him again you lived down the fucking road from him yeah. and you knew where he was and you still lived down the road she, she stayed there because she was reading the book as an old lady and she was still in the same fucking house right so she's never not lived more than five minutes away from Edward Scissorhands and never bothered to visit him again after the night he murdered her ex-boyfriend and yet it's meant to be painted as some kind of love story you fobbed him off love 
You well, fucked him off. Spicy notions never going to get a finger blast out of it. So oh. there's not really much point, is there? I mean, I reckon she found the new bloke a couple of weeks back. I forgot about it, but she st- she likes the story. She likes being an old woman, be able to tell this. Like, yeah, no, she likes the attention she gets from it. She didn't give a yeah. fuck about him. Didn't even go and see him. Live around the corner. He, she could have probably shouted up to him from her window and she didn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fucking ice chips flying off his carvings, that was enough to reach her. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, she she could have... It just a minimal amount of effort made to pursue a relationship with him. She basically got home after that whole romantic scene, after she told him she loved him and thought, fuck me, that's a lot to take on that, isn't it? A bloke sits around... <laughs> I don't think I'll bother. I don't think I'll bother going back. What I'll do is, whenever anyone asks me, I'll tell him I loved him so much I didn't want him to see me old. Whatever else you sleep at night, love. He was great, but I mean, he did, you know, he did ruin my bed. He was quite annoying to have around. He, I mean, he must have been quite annoying to have around. Yeah. I think the mum is, you know, she's nice to the point of being a simpleton. Yeah. Which would explain why she's so shit at selling makeup. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I think really what they should have done was uh, probably just probably just thrown him off a bridge or something. Yeah, they should have. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I don't think. I think one of the reasons. I think someone else turned down the role because uh, they said they wanted a happier ending. And right. I, I do think it's strange that they kept him in the same house alive, down the road from his love interest, and yet they never. Got, I don't know. It's. I, I would have maybe made him move on or, 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 I don't know, yeah, killed him off. I don't know, something. It, it felt a bit hollow, the ending, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like I say, it's just, it was, it is stupid. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, it, it doesn't. And and it just, yeah, it, it, it was it was an odd ending. It, it was. It, I, it, I, get, I get the idea of the film that he's, you know, it's supposed to be, I guess, like a modern day Frankenstein yeah. in a way. Um, yeah. And I get the idea of that, and he's isolated, and he's, you know, whatever, and it's supposed to reflect on how fickle people are and stuff like that. But the ending just lets the whole thing down. It just it just negates the whole film. Mm. And the bit where she's fucking spinning around in the garden for, <laughs> oh, it goes on for so long. Oh, it made me want to fucking head by the wall. It's a long old dance. It's a long old dance. Long old dance. Not even a good one as well. I could understand if, it, you know, I mean, but she, she's no Wayne Sleep. No, <laughs> no, yeah, she she doesn't move like Jagger. She um... <laughs> actually, to be honest with you, these days, yeah. <laughs> Jagger could probably manage. <laughs> and even that is somebody just spinning him around in his wheelchair. <laughs> Geriatric Mick. Oh dear. Well, I suppose yeah. we, I suppose we better think about giving this uh, giving this film a, a, a rating. Uh, I'll let you go first this week. I'm gonna go with a five because only half five. only half the film is decent, so I can't I can't go any higher than a five. I'll, I'll go seven. I'll, I'll go seven. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I, I I do like a Tim Burton film. I, I remember it fondly from my, from my childhood. Uh, yeah, I agree. Some random bits. I think some of the plot goes a little bit unexplained, um, uh, which lets it down a little bit. But uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a seven. I thought I thought Johnny Depp was pretty good in it, considering he didn't have a lot to say. Like he didn't get his dialogues quite minimal. He does a lot of his expressions and stuff. I'll go. I'll go seven. Yeah, half of his expressions are painted on his face. This already, true. this is true. But you know, but, I, you know, that's all right, mate. It's your opinion. You know, uh, yeah. I, I, I remember being like I say, I remember being very fond of it when I was younger. But uh, it, it falls down now that I'm a grown up. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, right, well, uh, I make it your turn to choose, mate. Oh, fuck. Um, 
Talk amongst yourselves because uh, I, for some reason, just didn't even think about it again this week. Do you know, you what? know what? I'm go- I've been saying it for weeks. Let's go with the crow because actually I would like to watch it again. Let's do the crow. Yeah, another fucking goth next week. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah, I won't lie. Next week's film isn't the most upbeat. Uh, <laughs> it's a good soundtrack though. It's got a great soundtrack, and it, I actually love the film. To, to, to just clarify, I'm not suggesting it's a bad pick. It's a very good pick. But uh, yeah, just a, just a warning to the viewers: next week is not the most uplifting film in the world. Um, at least it's got a decent ending. That's true. And to be fair, this wasn't the most uplifting film in the world. Um, so <laughs> no. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, I think we should wrap it up then. Um, because again, we're doing it on our on our lunches this week. We're doing it. We're trying, you know, wrapping up on a Friday. So uh, yeah, uh, should we? Um, well, I'll throw over to you, Mike, for uh, the last word. <clears throat> well, uh, have a lovely weekend, everybody. If you are able to get to Scott's gig, then do go and let me know how it is. Because I won't be there, sadly. Um, we love you as always. Thank you very much for listening. Share the absolute living fuck out of all our social media. Please tell your friends about this old bag of wank that you guys love to pour into your ear holes every week, those five people that listen. Um, yeah, you know, that's it from me. Uh, so don't go smoking the cheese this weekend because <laughs> you never know what will happen. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you very much for uh, listening to episode 17 or 18 on Edward Scissorhands and we'll see you next week where we'll be doing The Crow. Yeah. Bye, Brandon Bye. Lee. See you later. Bye. Brandon Lee. Bye, everybody. Love you. Fuck off. <laughs>